All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Nerds in the City, a Central Florida podcast talking about nerd cultures, movies, games, comics, art, movie reviews, and events happening in and around Central Florida. As always, you have your boy Tony and Nickman. 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 Wait, Nickman or Nickman? Why? Why? I, I try to sound cool with Nickman, and you make me sound like I'm an account with Nickman. Nickman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick man. All right, guys. So, well, today's a special episode. Uh, Nick and I have been discussing for a little bit of doing a small series of episodes. Yeah. And the one that we started this one for December was 12 non-traditional Christmas movies. So, ideally, uh, we're going to be talking about movies, right? Something like that? Well, it's going to be movies that basically don't follow the traditional tropes of what, like, Christmas movies normally have. Like Frosty the Snowman. Yeah, like, (laughs) like, no Santa Claus, no, like, um, no Christmas spirit, nobody trying to get home for Christmas, stuff like that. Nobody getting, like, you know, tortured by by three ghosts, stuff like that, you know. But, um, so basically what we're looking for is movies that, although don't follow the normal Christmas tropes, they still feel like Christmas movies only because Christmas seems to be a kind of a, a plot device or something in, important in the movie, something that kind of makes the movie go along, or you just feel the spirit of Christmas coming out of the movie, even though the movie itself is not a Christmas movie. Yeah, so uh, today's movie we'll be talking about that we feel is Gauls falls into our, our 12 days of non-traditional movies is Iron Man 3. So... It's not the best movie in the Iron Man series. No. But no, with all. this one, just a little talk about it a little bit. So it's about, you know, Robert Downey Jr.'s part movie, uh, Tony Stark's. But this one is like he highly is dependent on his suits and his like persona. If he feels like the suits is what makes his Iron Man persona and ultimately affects his relationship with uh, Pepper Potts, mm-hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, uh, character. And then ultimately he has... Um, uh, was the Mandarin played by Ben Kingsley, which I think they ruined that character for me on that one. Just nerding it out just a little bit, but it just solely, he solely um, has to use his, rely on his instincts and um, ingenuity to avenge his losses and protect the people he loves. So that's pretty much the presence of the movie. Yeah. But so, I mean, I, Trust me, I, I this has not been my favorite Iron Man movie, and I can get a lot into the critique of it. And if you guys want that, we could definitely throw that in there for you. But when it comes to how this kind of ties into the Christmas, now I'll be honest with you, this is not the strongest argument for Christmas movie, only because majority of the movies we've kind of gone over, they have a huge kind of Christmas presence that 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 kind of make the movie go along. This one. Uh, the way I look at it is a lot of times the director uses Christmas or holidays as something to kind of draw the movie itself, like either making, you know, family, you know, loneliness, stuff like that. There's always Christmas yeah. elements in it. But this one doesn't, they're not as strong in this one. So, but Christmas is a central theme throughout. So the whole time this movie's going on because it's a very short time frame movie. Yeah. As far as when he, you know, he. From like the. the when he originally gets into the battle and then he finds with the kid and he discovers what's going on. All of it is during Christmas. So Christmas theme is definitely a plot in throughout. The Christmas song, um, yeah. There are some songs in it. There's some references by Tony Stark himself in regards to Christmas. Um, but even the near of the movie, like this almost at the beginning, he's mm-hmm. like putting up uh, ornaments on the Christmas tree. No, that's what I'm saying. So, so Christmas, it feels like it falls into the. 
it with in the time Christmas time. Yes, but it doesn't play a uh, not a pivotal role, but like if that movie was placed any other time, you would have noticed it. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So it's not it doesn't really get the move that that doesn't. If you were to take it all of the Christmas time, it wouldn't. It wouldn't, wouldn't change too much. Not there were some things that I would say does change, but it wouldn't change too much. Like for example, one of the weapons that he creates was based on ornaments. Yeah, if you notice that part. So, um, yeah. So like I said, this was one of them. I do enjoy this movie from time to time, but I, it's not one of my favorites. I'll be completely honest. Yeah. Um, I but, did like a lot of the little elements they put in the movie. I just wish they had followed it better. Um, this movie, I honestly give it a a two point five maybe. A two point five. I was right there. I was gonna give it a two. I don't want to be too cruel because obviously <laughs> Rob Junior. It Rob this this movie is like a like a pizza from a bad location. It's still pizza. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's a pizza from a bad location. Yeah, you know, still pizza. That's how we're reading that Nikki's on the pizza from a bad location. No, I'm saying in general, two Marvel movies, even Marvel bad bad Marvel movies are still good Marvel. Yeah. Movies. All right, guys. So that's our little review on our twelve nights, oh, twelve non-traditional Christmas movies. As always, you can find us on our social media: Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Nerds in the City. Let us know what you think, and above all else, thank you so much for listening. Just sharing with us on our moments and what we talk about, what we want to talk about, and like how we always end it: tell a nerd, send a nerd, bring a nerd. All right, guys. Have a good night. Peace.